Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wicka wow. <laughs> wow. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Why does it seem like sometimes that, 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 is it just me? Because sometimes it feels like the music comes on as if it's trying to wake up itself. It's like, <laughs> like it just takes just as long. I'm like, what's the matter? Music's supposed to just do it. You're the one that picked it. This was not my pick. No, but I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm just saying that there's sometimes when it sounds like it's just doing it and then sometimes it sounds like it's just taking a while to pick up so yeah like an elephant that's like trying to dance don't da 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 yeah <laughs> that oh, is funny Speak- yeah. super funny yeah speaking of elephants oh no i thought okay. you were gonna say something no i was just i mean one of the i was just gonna mention that we had somebody get like essentially give us new a new intro for the feed and that was very nice of them like just that is nice did it of them. and then uh, he submitted it and i'm using it now so that was really cool um awesome. and i'm uh, letting you guys know because that's really sweet of him to do it his name is nick and he is from mike me m-i-c-m-e dot com so he does audio branding in case anybody's interested yeah would you ever want to do one for the uh, she podcast maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I kind of don't want to. You know, it's like one of those things where I feel really bad because I don't want to make people do stuff for free. Like he literally just sent it to me. He was just like, here, if you want to use it. And he it was just like totally all done. Mm. And I was like, cool. That's neat. I never asked for it. Nothing. And I just said, Mm. this is awesome. Thank you so much. I'll give you, you know, props and link you to the show and stuff. I didn't. Yeah, I just don't feel like, okay, so you did that. Will you do this one too? Because it's like that's his job. He's trying to make a living. No, I, well, it would be really smart for him to do it yeah. for the She Podcast because everybody would hear it and they would say, wow, look how talented he is. I need a intro from him. Wowie <clears throat> Kazowie. Just, just checking. Owie Kazowie. Yeah, so, but that was really sweet. And it's actually super short. It's uh, 15 seconds. Oh, no, actually, not even 15. I think it's like 11 seconds. Which is perfect because and, it should be at least yeah. your intro should be at least 15 or 30. No more than that. Yeah. It's super short and it's like much. Yeah, it's it's super fast and it's I like it. It's clean. And um, that was very sweet. So indeed, I just thought I'd share. I thought I'd share that. But Jess, we are mm-hmm. getting closer to go to PodFest. Indeed, we are. And if anyone out there who is listening to this, it is now like the 29th. So that means it's in two weeks, which you could totally still get tickets, hop a plane to Orlando. You know, the drive if you're close. Is Orlando close to anything? I'm not positive about that. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I I don't don't know. know. (laughs) I, I never heard of anyone driving to Orlando. Tampa, yes. 
Boca, yes. <laughs> I've never heard anyone. I think Orlando is like an airport and Disney, and that's friggin' it. But like, and it's like in the like, middle of the the entire gigantic Smacko in the yeah. middle of Florida. But I mean, it's cheap to fly there, and actually, the resort is the Wyndham Orlando Resort. That's where it is. It's a gorgeous resort. If you look at the pictures, it's like looks like paradise. I think they have a lazy river, which honestly, it's going to be very difficult for me to attend any sessions if there's a lazy river. I'm not going to lie. I am to lazy river as flies are to shite. So, like, I can't avoid a lazy river. But anyway, it's a beautiful resort. If you spend an extra, you know, I actually convinced one of my clients to go. He's going to attend the thing and then spend a long weekend because it's right before Valentine's Day. They're going to do Valentine's Day in Disney, which is kind of cool. Oh, my God. But let's talk about the PodFest itself. So, like, it's everything you want to know about podcasting, including, you know, whether you're trying to start one, trying to monetize, trying to market it, trying to grow an audience, build a community, you get to meet all these amazing podcasters, their teachers, they're there as peers and students as well. You get to hang out and drink pina coladas. I'm actually just telling you all the things that I love about it. I love hanging out with all the other podcasters. There's something so I always say this, but there's something really special about being in the same room with so many change makers and never a dull convo. And it's going to be really, really fun. Also, we are roasting Dave Jackson, and you don't want to miss that because I am practicing my mean. I'm putting on my Lisa Lampanelli hat and being the queen of mean for the night. And, uh, of course, Dave is so nice that he actually has been helping us roast him by telling us how sad his life is, which is like you can't help but roast a guy just for that. Just for that, he deserves (laughs) to be roasted. But that's just Dave, right? The master teacher is like, let me teach you how to roast me. (laughs) so ridiculous. Oh, my God. But anyway, it's going to be really fun. I'm so excited. We get to see me and Elsie there together, which is really never happens. And um, hopefully we can preserve (laughs) some of Elsie's energy so that she's not like Goldie Hawn and Overboard in the barrel, which is like, she'll actually be like energetic and happy to talk to other humans. We're going to try and like, you know. Keep her excited to talk to everybody. So it's going to be great. We would love to see you. We would love to hug you. I know Elsie likes hugs. So and let's go. I let's have do it. What? That that was brought. Wait, I had wait. Something. Podfest.us and the code is she podcast for $40 off. I forgot that part. That part's important. Well, that is important. Yeah. So go ahead. All right. Sorry. All right. So this is my my most excited like i'm now so excited i cannot even take it do you know why why i can't possibly can you know guess why. can you can you pot you cannot po- okay so this was shared oh with God. me by honor knight he like he messaged me oh is like, he gonna last- be there i love honor yeah so he messaged me and he was like did you know and and then my response was get the fuck out what <laughs> what now i have to know Okay, only I'm this excited about this, okay? Oh. It is a 15-minute walk away from, can you fill in the blank here? People. A Whole Foods. Oh, really? You don't have to walk. Yeah. They do oh, I would there. love to walk. A 15-minute oh, walk. Oh, That's lovely. It's a 15-minute walk. 15. I thought you said 50. No, 15. It's one oh, five. Oh, 15 is different. One, if it's a one five one walk five. to Whole Foods, that's exciting. If it's a 50 minute walk, funk that. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a one five walk, dude. That's one awesome. five. 
I've never seen somebody so excited about a supermarket before. I'm excited. Well, because now. that gives you it gives me an option to not eat hotel food. Yeah, she does. Because yeah. it's overpriced and I and they don't over they don't ever offer the things I like to eat. And it's too eaten so expensive. Like why would I be paying $3 for a bagel if it's not even gluten-free? It's literally the tiniest fridge, but wait, if you go to Elsie's room, you'll see it is, like last time, I forget where we were, oh, I think it was Florida. <laughs> I want to say it was Florida, yeah, it was but the, it could have been yeah, Chicago, where like, it was, no, because you had your family this time, and it was like, yeah. full of like fruit, it was like all the blueberries, and all the bean sprouts, <laughs> and all the granola, and I was like, wow. <laughs> wow, the indeed. They yeah, have it has all dining. The I just picture like beads hanging from the ceiling to floor and zitar yeah. music and all kinds yeah. of stuff like incense. I don't know why. It's what comes to mind. They have a poolside not bar and quite. grill. That's they have exactly a lobby bar. Like. They have in-room dining. I mean, I'm assuming they have little restaurants. But yeah, that is good that it's near a Whole Foods. If you, and I mean, it is good because you can't travel with any of that stuff. So it's nice to be able to have your own stuff to eat. Like if you're hungry late at night and nothing is open and you don't want to see people – wait, this is me. I was going to say you don't want other people to see you pigging out, but I realized that was <laughs> – I'm talking about myself. <laughs> so anyway. I'm just so stoked because I'm like, oh my god, that's so great. I could take like a really quick block walk and I could just get all my stuff and then come back and it'll probably still be cheaper than food at the hotel, which is – yeah, saying a lot. It will be cheaper. Yes, it will. You know. Of course, because yeah, so, I mean, of course it's expensive. So I'm very excited. So thank you, Friday. Honor, for letting me know. Yes, Honor, excited. that was so thoughtful. I know, I know, I know. It was really thoughtful. Very excited for all of us. So for so anyway, that is my exciting. So if anybody wants to take a walk to Whole Foods with me, that's a great time. That's a great way to spend some time with me. If anyone wants to take a walk with Elsie, she'll be coming in at the very last possible second that she can get away with it without pissing anyone off. So Thursday night, and then while everyone else is already foods. here, so right she'll away. come in at like 9 p.m. and barely make the Whole Foods closing. So if you want to take a walk with her in the dark, rushed, while she's exhausted, that's your day to shine. <laughs> Or, you know, because then Friday we are at conference all day. Saturday, if you wait till Friday night to go to Whole Foods and that's supposed to be our special dinner together, Elsie, don't eat No, it. we're not. I'm not, dude. I'm not. Elsie and I are having dinner I- Friday night and I don't know where or what yes. yet, but Lord help you if you save Whole Foods for that experience. I'm not walking my no, we're not. fat ass to Whole Foods for our time together. That's not going to be fun because I don't want to do that. No. That is. Not I think we should go I to Disney to World together again. I think every time we're near Disney, we should put on Mickey Mouse ears and take a new picture of us. <laughs> Dude, we should totally. Why don't we just? I could just bring the Mickey Mouse existing ears, oh! pack them up, and then we can just pretend. What about your girls? They don't wear them. Well, they wear them, but they. I if mean, they don't wear them, then I. I think I need to have mine back. They can. <laughs> <laughs> they can give them up, and plus, those ears are so amazing and sparkly and amazing. And sparkly. I know sequin ears i've never seen anything so cool in my life they make you feel totally amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> I, couldn't even, I couldn't even come up with another word please to say. tell me that's a drop john 
<laughs> these Mickey Mouse ears, just your, just your enthusiasm, they make you feel totally amazing. There's like seven <laughs> drops so far. I've already marked times down. Just oh, my little God. Bit. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Elsie, uh, you're, this is yes. what I mean by not being funny on purpose. <laughs> She's so funny, but never on purpose. It's the best. The funniest thing was I had to cut out of last week's show because Elsie did her thing, what do you call? And when we figured out what it was, we're like, oh, we can't leave that in here. So then we had to cut it out. And I swear, when I, I, I played it back three times just so I could listen to it. It was hysterical. <laughs> I belly laughed the whole time. It was amazing. I don't remember what you're talking about, but that's cool. It was just yeah, we just mess. I messed <coughs> words. Everybody messed words up. Um. So yes. So shall we? Uh, is there anything else we have to talk about before we keep moving, or are we? Kind no, because we haven't actually done a show with podcast news in a while. So why don't we try that for a change? Okay. <laughs> Wait, we did one last time. All right, let's do it. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Woohoo! Oh, the, the oh, <laughs> my! I really am enjoying the goat ending of that. I think that's a very cool, a very cool um, exclamation point on our news jingle. Yes, and Thank also it's a very much of a, it's a very much of an inside joke, which means mm-hmm. that somebody might be listening to that and going like, "What the hell was that? Was that a goat?" Hey, hey, get the! Oh my aye, god, aye, they are aye. so cute! Uh, they so are cute. We so took them into cute. town yesterday. No, did, on yes, a leash? How? No, just in a bucket, in a big giant bucket. In <laughs> a bucket. Hold on. Let's hold on. Could we all just stop for a minute to appreciate and envision (laughs) Elsie and Randy. Elsie with giant bell-bottom jeans on and a t-shirt that says hashtag podcaster. (laughs) With her children, with her two children and a bucket full of goats. Randy, who looks like the living embodiment of Paul Bunyan. Or the brawny <laughs> towel guy. And they're just walking through Asheville with a bucket full of goats. A bucket full of goats, people. Oh, my God. Well, they never actually came out of the bucket because the bucket is so giant. It's, like, huge. But we had to take them into town, and they were we in the, the trunk. <laughs> they were in the trunk. But they actually did go wait, play. Like wait, they went over. Wait, did you say they were in the trunk of your car? It's a van, the big giant van, That's big not really giant a trunk. bucket. No, it's not really a trunk. It's just the back and of the van. but listen, so they went into town, and then Randy took them. So there's like a feed store where he gets the feed, like the feed for the goats. And so for the big goats, not the little goats, so the big goats. And um, he went and hung out at the feed store and the goats were jumping around for like a couple hours. Like every person that came into the store was like, oh, my God, I love the goats so much. So there's actually a video on the She Podcast page right now where you see the goats at the feed store. We're just having the best time, like jumping on things and everything. And then he took him over to one of his best friends in town. And then he spent the rest of the time in there with the goats playing around. 
um, while I was with the girls at school. And so, but they took a trip into town. So there's that. <laughs> you took the goats so not... in a bucket to town. <laughs> yes, it see... will be very fun. Oh my God. <laughs> Where? I don't see the goat video. Where is it? It's, on the page? It's like the, yeah, it's on the Facebook page. It's on the She Podcast Facebook page. Um, we've had lots of people like it because it's so cute. They are having such a good time. I see the baby goats go out for their walk, but I don't see, why don't I see this one? I don't know. It's the last post I see is 175. You have to scroll down. Oh, there it is. Oh my God. Fabulous. (laughs) All right. Oh my God. It's like, just so you guys are, in case you're wondering and you're imagining your own, like, hometown pet store, it's like a giant, it looks like they're in a Home Depot. It doesn't look like they're in a yeah, food store. Yeah, it but, looks like a Home Depot. Because I was yeah, imagining, like, the local, you know, PetSmart, where you brought goats. No. no, no. Oh, my God. They are using it as their own little gymnasium. <laughs> I know. That is the cutest! <laughs> Oh, my God. Said, Randy said that everybody that was there was going, I'm totally late. I need to leave, but I can't because they love the goats so much. And then there was a go- there. Randy was telling me that there's a dog there. It's like this big giant. I think it's a German Shepherd or I mean, uh, what do you call it? A golden retriever, really giant dog there. And they were using the dog sleeping and then the goats would like run as fast as they could and then land right on top of the dog. And just stand straight still, like totally still, like like no movement. And then they would just leap so off, and the cute. dog's like, "What the, what the, what's going on here?" Oh my god, they're so cute! I can't I stand it. <laughs> so, but they're—I mean—they're great. Uh, I don't know how. I think we're only taking them into town until we can build a little like enclosure for them by themselves versus being with the big goats because the big goats are like totally aggressive. They're so aggressive and mean to them. The one of them, like we what let the, the mommy? one that wasn't the mom and he, she, she almost mauled the poor little, my little pine out. I was like, what are you doing? It was really scary. So that sucks. We have to keep them separate. I know. It sucks. So we have well, to I mean, that goat certainly wouldn't be the first person to think their mom is a bitch. <laughs> So <laughs> now, you know, Elsie's right. goats can relate to all of you with mommy issues. Well, oh, my God. That's great. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, sucks, but you but... do have some news. I mean, other than taking the goats into town, there are some I, news. There are some other about. things. Let's are we going to talk about kids podcasting. Sure. Well, basically, there's an article <laughs> that just says these are the best 15 podcasts for kids that adults would like as well. And it's a list, Story Pirates, Saturday Morning Theater, Storytime, The Unexplainable Disappearance of Mars Patel. I mean, kids podcasting right now is absolutely booming. So if you have ever wanted to be like a kids television show host, but you didn't have the cojones, now is the time to do it via audio because it is booming like crazy right now. So many good kids podcasts, kids creating them, kids listening to them. Now's the time. So we'll put this link in. It's just the best podcast for kids. Maybe it will inspire you to create your own. Or if you just have kids and you want to get them into podcasting, this would be the way to do it. The HomePod was announced yesterday. What? 
So yeah. the HomePod, which is going to be Apple's version of the Alexa slash Echo slash Google Play. I, I'm sorry. I realize now that the actual link is not in our notes. So here you go. Thank you. Basically, it's going to be $349. It's available to for order, I believe, this coming this Friday. Well, by the time you listen, it will be this past Friday. It's going to have things like music suggestions, adjusting home temperature, which they already do now. The speaker will also be able to send messages and play news updates from NPR and CNN. Apple has forecasted $84 billion in revenue for this coming holiday season. Oh, that's from the past season, mostly driven by the iPhone X, which they are now, by the way, discontinuing because it's too flipping expensive. Oh, my God. So no one will have the iPhone X after those of you who have already bought it because they believe that bringing the price down will damage sales of these other products, the HomePod and the iPhone 8, etc. So they're just going to disappear against the iPhone X. What do you think of that? Aren't you so glad you didn't get one now? Well, I never really wanted one of those because of the camera thing, like the face thing recognition? like I just didn't want to yeah yeah face recognition thing but now I think that they're going through a little bit of a phase here Apple like there's a lot of things that yeah. are kind of realigning there that they need you know, to deal with they they're saying the biggest problem is that most people just bought a friggin Alexa and an Echo like two months ago so why do they need the Apple which is including me because I bought a bunch of Echoes because they were like 20 bucks Exactly, because you could get them on sale. Yeah, you could get them on sale. And I think, aren't like, you know, yeah, there's a lot of sales that are going out. They're really small, little tiny little things. It feels um, pretty an easy sell, right? Because 300 and is it three? It's 349, correct? 350, yes. 350, yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels very, yeah, that's a lot. That's like a It's a little unattainable. That said... My Amazon Alexa does not send text messages, and that would sure be cool. I wonder if it's because it's Siri. Now, if it starts to read me my text messages as well, or I mean, what would it need to do in order for me to not have my Echo? Like, I'm trying to think because I don't use it for. I mostly use it to listen to Sirius XM, Spotify, Pandora. I don't listen to podcasts on it as of yet, although I do have some stats from a recent survey that will tell us why people bought their home speaker, but we'll get to that in a minute. But like, I also ask it the weather. That's, I mean, I don't do with it what I think other people, I don't play games with it. Sometimes I'll ask it to tell me a joke. Really? I know my son, I gave Nate one and he loves it and he's constantly playing games on it and like asking it to, you know, fart and stuff like that. (laughs) But like, I I don't, yeah, he's well, and also he lives with his father, and the two of them together have a maturity level of like twenty five. So, and that's with Nate in the well, that's with Nate in the running. You know, Nate's in the in the high end of that. So, I mean, it depends on on whether or not you have it all aligned with all the other stuff in the house, like supposedly the the home automation stuff that could be happening, and oh. whether or not you are using music. In a way that is sort of like the way that you would use Spotify or Pandora. Like if you were a yeah. a, a music subscriber, which and I am, that's what you would use. Like that, that's what you would use the most. Maybe that would be something. 
I'm just not sure how I would use this stuff yet. I'm not. I'm I just not found an yet. article that says five ways HomePod will beat Echo and Google Home and five ways it won't. Okay, so number one, messaging and calls. It will uh, – the messages. You can use Google Assistant on Android to send messages. You can't do it on Google Home. But Echo will let you send messages, but they only go to users hooked up with Alexa, which is annoying. But you can say to the HomePod, Siri, message my wife. Sound. Apple is betting big on HomePod as a speaker. It combines Apple-engineered audio technology and advanced software to deliver high-fidelity sound throughout the room, anywhere it's placed, which actually is true. The Echo, you need a speaker. The, the, the Alexa, uh. the regular Echo, what's it called? Yeah, the regular, the regular Echo is a great speaker, but the Echo, the mini one, is a terrible speaker. Why can I not think of the name big one versus little one? But you guys know what I'm saying. Yes, I know what you're saying. I've seen the big one and the little one. So big and little is good. <laughs> Echo has its own high-res speaker, which is $50 more, but the HomePod won't need that. So that's cool. Apple Music. After more than three years, the best way to stream your own library is still through your TV with Apple Music. So HomePod is going to allow you to have Apple Music integration complete with support for Siri commands and playlists. You can also say things like, hey, Siri, I like this and adjust your playlists, which is kind of cool. Um, notes. That's cool. On Echo, on Echo devices, you need to activate one of the skills to take notes and to-dos. On Google Home, you have to rely on if this, then that. HomePod will work with Apple Notes out of the box and sync any dictated notes with the Notes app on your phone, as well as add reminders and to-do items. And with Siri Kit for HomePod, developers will be able to link their own apps to HomePod too. So if you have like Todoist or Remember the Milk, you can just oh, put stuff right on there. Do it like that. And the last one, and probably the biggest one, is privacy. If you say, oh. hey, Siri, like Echo and Home, HomePod doesn't record items until it hears, hey, Siri. Apple has then taken steps to protect your privacy with HomePod only after Hey Siri is recognized locally on the device. They're not listening to anything else. Uh Uh-huh. So privacy is a big thing. Now, Amazon Echo and Google beat the um, HomePod because of the skills, general music, multi-room audio, display, which I guess HomePod has a screen at the top, but it's not cool in comparison to the Echo Show and Spot and the price. So I just thought that was interesting. And that's in the show notes as well. Yes, Jessica, I will read your texts and remind you to get closer to the microphone. Oh, you're so (laughs) clever. Thank you, darling. (laughs) Thank you so much. I know. Could you imagine that? At this point, I haven't been able to, I don't get behind. I mean, it's just not part of my lifestyle. You know, I'm sure some people will find it appealing and whatnot. It's just, here's, here's the other thing too, though. Because we've talked about this in the past, and it just has something to do with you and with me, Jess, where we we actually just had this conversation where you're like, you scripted that? And I'm like, yes, I scripted that. It's I have a hard time, like, just speaking, you know, like <laughs> making sense sometimes when words come out of my mouth. It really takes a lot, a lot of bandwidth for me to speak clearly and precisely. It. I can like write my thoughts down faster than I can have them come out of my mouth in a succinct manner. So for me to then dictate notes, even though that sounds really great to HomePod and let's say like I'm making a list and I'm like in the middle of doing my stuff in the kitchen or whatever, it would probably take me longer for me to tell the HomePod 
to add something to the whatever than it would for me to just write it down. Yeah, Does that, that's probably true. You know, you are a really good writer. For somebody who wasn't born in this country speaking English, you are an exceptionally good writer. Well, good. Uh, at least I did something right a little bit. <laughs> but when it comes to like writing notes, seriously, if I want to write a note in the notes app, like I'm not going to be dictating it because then I have to go starting to write the sentence, period. And then comma, we went over to the restaurant and it was great. You know, like period. Next paragraph. Like, I just don't know how to do that with the thoughts. Do you? Can you dictate really well? Yeah. Yep. If I get used to I, I but you know why? Because I was practicing a lot with dragon dictation. Because you know why? Here's why. I wanted to write a book. There was a p- short period of time before I was podcasting where I thought book writing would be cool. And then <laughs> um yeah, I don't now because I realize now that I can speak better than I can type because I have I mean, I have terrible handwriting. It's part of the reason why bullet journaling doesn't really work right now for me. But also, my hands get really crampy. And so, like, when I used to have to write out, like, school essays, by the end of it, it was completely unreadable. My hands – I crack my knuckles. My hands start to ache. My son has the same problem, my older one. That's why I like dictation. And so – and even transcription, you know, because I can really put my thoughts together when I'm speaking. And when I'm typing, it's just the typing hurts me. So that's why I, I'm pretty good at dictation. It, it's uh, I got used to it also doing the money cast. I would make bullet points and then just speak. But I was, you know, oh. I've been, I'm also one of those people that like you ask me to talk on a topic, I can write four words down on a note card and do a half hour on it. You know what I mean? Like I'm right. I'm yeah. pretty I'm pretty good at like off the cuff speeches. I know that you're currently a like about this that. one. Actually, like this one I'm doing at this moment, in fact. <laughs> so like, yeah, so I can do it. But I mean, I understand why you can't. And actually, your writing is, is I mean, I do make fun of you because you have a comma issue. But otherwise, it's impeccable. <laughs> no, but see, whenever of, I start like to, a, like I can a, think in words, like I can think in words like that so much easier. Like if I'm really inspired by something that happens or if I see something like it's so much easier for me to write it all down and then talk about it like I can then I can move off of my own words and sound as if I it's almost like you think in college essay yeah (laughs) it's like you're making because when I read your writing as impressive as it is I also think like Elsie thinks everything she writes is a college essay and therefore she uses like some words that I've never even heard of and have to google myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was an English and I was a fucking English major, right? She's a theater major and she's like, but indubitably, you know, and I'm like, why? Why? Just communicate. But it's almost like she has to or she can't be succinct. That's her way of being succinct is to be bougie. Yes, it is because of the light. You're right. I do. I come out and then and get and this is the weird and, and mind you, it's not like I'm sitting here. And looking for the hardest word that ever existed to convey this, you know, emotion or whatever, or this feeling or this thought. If I'm talking to you about it, that word is not going to come into mind. Like, I'm not going to use that word in a sentence in speaking form, speaking form. See, I can't even speak, like, as I'm telling you. But if I'm writing it down, it just comes. Like, and then when I see the word, I'm like, 
does that mean what I think it means? And then I have to go look it up because I don't want to use the word if it doesn't mean what I think it means. And then it means what I think it means. And I'm like, I didn't even know I knew that. (laughs) So I'm constantly impressing my own self that these words just come out into the paper. So to bring it back home, the HomePod probably wouldn't work for me to talk to it unless it was a way in which I could learn to speak better to it. (laughs) Right, right, right. I don't know. Right, right. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. But you know what I think is that that would be a great session for somebody that wanted to attend Podcast Movement, who is our sponsor for this episode, Podcast Movement. Podcast Movement! Um, sponsor. I can't (laughs) wait. We're going to run all over the place. Sorry. We, oh my God. But it's been happening in Philadelphia, people. Happening in Philadelphia uh, at the end of July. So July 24th through July 26th for three days of workshops, panels, and parties and more. And maybe talking about HomePod and how it's affecting the podcasting space or how it's going to not affect the podcasting space and why. That would be really awesome because there's going to be, you know, conferences that offer like a hundred sessions on topics ranging from like anything that's technical to, you know, audio production to marketing stuff to monetizing um, and also advocacy. Now, I do know that there's been some some sessions that have been submitted that have nothing to do with marketing and monetization and everything to do with reaching communities and creating movements and empowering people and disenfranchised people and giving them voice. So please keep on doing it. I'm so excited by that. So uh, mind you, if you use for podcast movement, please enter promo code Sheepy, that is S H E P, Shep, <laughs> for $50 off. Yes, our promo code is Shep. Also, it's going to be in Philly, and that's where yes, I live. That's where and that's where John lives. Home of the cheesesteak. And Philly, Philly is home of the cheesesteak, home of the um, mafia pizza, home of the soft pretzel. It's right across the street from – isn't it funny how like I'm supposed to be doing these like promos for an event and instead I just talk about all the food you can get? That's not good. Yes. <laughs> but I do think yes. it's important that when you go to an event that you – you know, have a good time and you're comfortable. And I think part of an event is the city experience. Like I loved being in Chicago for that reason because it was very near all these cool shops. And this is the same way. Like it's all it's near everything cool in Philadelphia. But also you get to see everyone in June in Philly. It's nice weather. Um, it's a huge convention center. It's a very nice convention center. They have everything there from Comic Con to tattoo festivals to the auto show to the garden show. And what else? I mean, Elsie and I are going to be there. Everyone is going to be there. I mean, it's a short taxi ride to Whole Foods. It's it is. I a, know. See, do you see? Do you understand now why I was so excited with Whole Foods? Yes. And Elsie and I are going to do a special event. Um, I believe the weekend before the, or the weekend that after Sunday. We're it's we're really Sunday excited. Before. Yeah. So we're definitely Sunday. both going to be there. You're going to get to see all your podcasting peers, all your favorite people to learn from. You can hug everyone. You can hang out. It's next to the – all right, I'm going to stop talking about the food. But seriously, I cannot wait for podcast movement every year. You should start getting ready now, even if you have already gotten your tickets because 
I always find that like come May, I'm panicking with business cards and outfits to wear and stuff like it's almost February. Get your shit together now. You're going to get $50 off if you use Shep, Shep, um, and it's going to be over 2,000 podcasters this year. 24th through the 26th in Philadelphia. Please come. Please come. We want to meet you and see you and hug you and kiss you. One thing that I think I just saw Dan posted this inside of the podcast movement Facebook group that it really he he kind of put down the breakdown of the not the not the type of people that are attending, but like the level of podcasting. I can't say really skill, but like there's like people who are like uh, just starting their podcast, meaning they they're thinking about it that are showing up. There's people that have been podcasting for like less than a year or up to a year. There's people that have been podcasting from one to three years. There's people who've been doing it for longer than three. There's inter- industry like professionals. There's radio peeps. So all of that, all of those people are coming, and 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 part of what podcasting podcast movement is becoming is the the ability to to be amongst all of those different type of people, meaning in their journey in podcasting. And I think that that's important, too, because you get an opportunity to be, when you first start, to be among people who have been doing this for a while. And also, if you've been doing this for a while, showing up and either taking the seat of mentor for some of these younger folks, not younger folks, but newer folks, or maybe possibly being inspired. Maybe you want to change it up. Maybe you want to do something different. Maybe you're totally looking for a different outlet. Maybe you want to up-level your audio game, meaning your audio production thing. Maybe you want to launch a business or something like that. It has to do with podcasting. And this is also a really great place for you to find that out. So... We're looking forward to it. And uh, thank you yeah. very much, Podcast Movement, for being our sponsor. And please use SHEP for your coupon code to get $50 off any level she of ticket. SHEP, 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 So I just wanted to mention uh, – <laughs> I just wanted to mention – so, like, you guys know that, like, once you know, once a year we have something called um, the Infinite Dial, which is where we get all those podcaster statistics, like eight, like 70% of people are listening via mobile and 87% um, listen to one or more hours a week. That is done by Triton Digital and Edison Research, and it's called the Infinite Dial. And actually, you can sign up and watch it live on a Facebook Live. So I'd like to put the link in the show notes for that so that you can sign up. It's completely free. And obviously, if you can't go live, they will still send you the report when it's done. It's been really useful for someone like me who's constantly trying to convince people to do podcast advertising. And if you're not big enough or if you don't want to work with an advertising agency to get sponsors, you can get sponsors on your own. And having these statistics in your back pocket is like the number one way you can convince people who have never done podcasting before to give it a try because it shows the audience's behavior. It shows the audience's like or dislike of the advertising. It shows their engagement. It shows how their, you know, their loyalty and dedication to podcasts. It's all in this one presentation called the infinite dial. So Elsie's going to put it in the show notes. Please check it out. Sign up. It's an, it's an event bright. I mean, it's not like, oh, see you there. But like, it's really useful if you're trying to sell your own show and you don't want to work with an agency or a network. So um, I just wanted to put that in there to sort of help y'all out. That's it for me. That's the news. What's the weather? Heather? What's the weather? Actually, we're actually going to be moving into some tooltips. Elsie's tooltips. 
So this isn't particularly a tooltip proper as in like uh anything like that but this i just want to first say thank you to jim harold from the paranormal podcast because he sent me an awesome t-shirt and so i actually put it uh Yes, he did. If you look at the screenshot that I have inside the show notes there, he wrote this inside of a um, Facebook group. I think it was on a podcast hangout or something. And I was like, when he wrote that, I was like, oh, my God, I love you so much, Jim Harold. Um, so this is what he wrote. He said, they say I'm just a podcaster. And that's in quotes. And I guess they're right. If it means creating an idea out of thin air and bringing it to life without a big conglomerate behind me, then I'm just a podcaster. If it means spending late nights learning all the little gotchas and even posting one episode, let alone hundreds, then I'm just a podcaster. If it means working hard every week to improve without talent coaches, consultants, and a big staff, I'm just a podcaster. If it is building a worldwide audience of thousands who've now become my friends, it turns out I'm just a podcaster. If it's being chief engineer, sales manager, the IT guy, producer, production manager, traffic director, and the talent, I guess I'm just a podcaster. If it means I can sail my own ship and do the show that's in my heart without answering to the man, then yes, I am just a podcaster. You know what? I'm just a podcaster and damn proud of it. How cool is that? So that cool. was Woo-hoo. a wonderful, dramatic <laughs> rendition from the amazing Elsie Escobar. Elsie, take a bow. That was beautiful. The whispering, the shouting. I laughed. I cried. <laughs> Thank you. That was amazing. So, but anyway, Jim, he that was, is so I just was well so excited. Said, it is really is well it? said. It's really great. He did. He's such a good job. And so he obviously, he got a, a website, justapodcaster.com, and he created a we, a, a podcast a t-shirt. So in the t-shirt, it has that, well, not that whole thing. Like, it's not that whole thing. But in the front, it says, just a podcaster in this really neat font. And on the back, it has all the stuff. Like, it says, chief engineer, sales manager, IT, we got producer, producer manager, traffic director, like, all in the back and, like, with all kinds of really funky font, like, put together in a big jumble of nicely graphic stuff in the back so he said do you want this t-shirt and i'm like sure and he sent it to me and it's awesome i'm gonna put a link in the show notes in case you guys want to buy this because i was like this is a fantastic t-shirt totally up my alley as you guys know if any of you guys have been listening enough to tell jim harold that women come in sizes larger than l that would be awesome Okay. Yes, I will tell Tim. It only goes up to L, and like you need for women, you need the XL, you need the double XL, you need the three XL. I'm just saying that's not cool. Yes, boobs can take up more than a large size T-shirt. Yeah, for men too. I know. I I. No, the men goes up to like four X, I think, or three at least. But it is a cool t-shirt. I will let Jim know. But it is awesome. And so I love it. Thank you so much. So that'll be a link in the show notes. So that's tool tip number one. In case you ever feel like, you know, you're just a podcaster, put that t-shirt on and you're like, you know, be more than just a podcaster. And then I found this like really neat. um, Well, I didn't find it. I saw a link. And because I don't have an Android, I haven't used it. It's called Parrot Voice. And it's an app for Android for recording for recording period i have heard that this app can be used like you use ringer 
you know, the app ringer that you can actually download on your phone and you can hook up with somebody else and do like an interview type recording on your phone. And I have heard that this is the case for Parrot Voice and that it has other options in there to do other neat things. So anybody out there that has an Android device that would like to use this and give us a little bit of information about it, that would be awesome because I don't have an Android. And I don't think anybody on the show, really, on the She Podcast team has an Android device. So it would be really awesome if anybody wants to record or, or, I mean, to report back We would play your audio feedback on the show. The link is in the show notes, and the app is called The Parrot App. So there you have it. That is just for you guys. That's just for you. Thank you, Elsie. You are so welcome. Uh, I think we're done with tooltips. I guess so. Now it's. I think John's turn to shine with his pet peeve. (laughs) Jessica's pet peeve. So one of the things I've been noticing as I edit other people's podcasts is what they think that an editor editor can do and what an editor can actually do. So if you're (laughs) recording and reality versus fantasy, exactly. So what you hear is basically what is going to be on the audio track, which you're going to give to your editor. Now, if you hear a lot of static, if you hear it breaking up, As Dave Jackson always says, if it sounds like your guest is uh, Bugs Bunny drinking poison, that is going to be in the recording. (laughs) Your editor can only throw his hands up and bang his head against the wall. There's nothing that he can do with that audio because I hear, you know, I'll hear someone's that'll happen and I'll hear someone say, oh, don't worry about it. I have an amazing editor. Well, (laughs) I wish I was that amazing, but I am not. So, like, if you're recording on Skype and your guest is breaking up, don't let that go. You have to stop and ask them to just, I'm sorry, you broke up there. Please repeat the question. If you leave a little space and you say, you know, please repeat what you just said, and they do that, that an editor can fix. But if it's breaking up and they're, you can't understand them, then the editor cannot fix that. Uh, the other thing is if you make a mistake – Remember, you're recording this. No one else is listening. So there's nothing wrong with stopping and saying, oh, hold on, let me say that over again. Make a little pause and repeat the sentence, not just the word, because if you say one word and then you get frustrated and you say the word again, your tone of voice will be different. So when they try to cut that in, it'll sound like all of a sudden and then that the tone of voice will change and then a, an, your ear will pick that up. Where if you just say the sentence again, they can cut that in cleanly. The other thing is when you send a bunch of files, whether it's an interview and then you talk again and another interview, if you could number them in the when you uh, name the file, like one intro, two interview, three voiceover, four, it doesn't matter what you say as long as they're numbered in sequence. So then he knows how to put the show together. That's fantastic too. Because if they just dump a bunch of stuff in there and, and the editor's listening to it, he has no idea where to put it, no idea where it goes or anything like that. So, you know, a big thing is communication. Because a lot of times people wait for this great interview that they have and they'll have issues in the recording process and they can't use it. And that's horrible. 
And, you know, to that end, whenever you're working with another human being, be it editor, graphic designer, editor, you know, like word editor, be as detailed as humanly possible about what you want and keep your files organized because there's no way anyone else can read your mind. If we weren't there and we didn't know, we didn't help you put it together and it's not labeled logo, header, cover art, about us page. How the hell is anyone supposed to know? You can't just be like, you just do what you do best because it's never going to work out. It's the same with editing. You can't just do interview with Jess, interview with Elsie, add about shoes, add about socks. Like how are they supposed to know they can't read your mind? You have to be organized and be extremely detailed about your instructions. It's not because they're stupid. It's because they're not mind readers. Ta-da! So I – and also it helps John or your editor be faster because when you send specifics to your editor and say – and I can say, John, I need you to cut out – uh, you know, minute fourteen twenty one, and and kind of gauge when I'm done. I would say about three or four minutes. Like it doesn't have to be really specific, but if you can tell them at least where, it would be really easy for them to kind of go through it to find these places. Uh, annotations are so important to be able to do that. For me, even when I edit the feed, I give myself notes all the time on the show notes page so that I can really quickly find where those edit points are for myself. Because if not, I'm going to be sitting there listening to almost two hours worth of talking. Not to say that I don't mind to do that, but it's, but how long is that? I mean, it, it gets so much bigger. If I could just scroll back really fast and see it, it's so much better. Anyway, um, yes, go, John. I was going to say the other thing is if you can give time codes, like if you're going to listen to it and you want a section cut out, let's say that maybe a, a question didn't go the way you wanted it to. So you can send to your editor and say, yes, I want from four minutes and 13 seconds where they where I start to say the beginning of the sentence to five minutes and 42 seconds where I finish up with this, cut that out. That's that's huge for for doing for helping somebody get through this. And again, it's not that you know we want to be crybabies as editors, but there's a lot of times where yeah, right. we, we, okay, we, so we want to be a little bit we're sorry, we're a little bit of a crybaby sometimes. But again, it's just we want to give you the product that you want and like Jessica said, we can't really read your mind and the more information that you can give us, the better and then also try to be available, you know, if the editor has questions. You know, because I understand we're all busy. You know, we're all busy, but sometimes you have to be available in case, you know, sometimes you got to actually sit down and help, you know, listen through and help a person out. That's all. And I think, you know, it'll be a better experience for you and your editor and things will get done the way you want to. And you won't have to keep going back and forth and and changing things. So that's just a tip if you're thinking about if you're using an editor. Yeah. I have um, one last thing that that I want to say about the uh, the microphone or the sound production issue thing, and we have this inside of um, Podcasting School for Women, but it's just a it's just a little in, bit of information that I got from this dude. <laughs> His name is Bobby Osinski, and um, this is how he broke it down. And it's the way that I explain it is that it's not about your microphone. Um, essentially, you. You, 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 your person, your you human being are 50% of the sound quality. The location slash the space is 20% of the sound quality. The mic position is 20% of the sound quality. 
and the mic itself is 10% of the sound quality. So if you start to think about that, even if you have the crappiest of microphone, you still have 90% that you can control. So you, by far, are the one that can give the best uh, mic uh, uh, sound possible, even with the, cra- with the crappiest mic in front of you. Uh, so just yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, mic take technique is huge. It's one of the biggest oh. things for sound quality is mic technique. That's one of the things I preach more to you know, my clients or other podcasters is, you know, where to put the mic, how to talk into the mic. A lot of times, you know, I poo-poo the uh, Blue Yeti and I have clients that use it and they know how to use it. They know how to set it up. You know, they know where to position themselves, how much gain to put into it. And it sounds lovely. But the thing mm-hmm. about the Blue Yeti is if you don't know how to use the microphone, then it's a hot mess. So that's why I'm a big fan if you're starting out to use the AT, Audio-Technica ATR2100 because it's very forgiving. It's very directional. If you use the proper mic technique, it almost sounds like the high OPR 40, mm-hmm. a much higher uh, price microphone. I think Jessica uses the ATR 2100. Yeah. And uh, I'm on, well, actually I'm just, I'm on a Shure SM58, which is a, was the low end microphone before the ATR 2100 came out. So yes. And then you'll have a, a much better sounding show. Amen. So much better. So much better. Um, <laughs> all right. So are we are we ready to move to some weird and wild shows of the week or show of the week? Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Weird and wild. Show of the week. So I, and this isn't necessarily weird or wild, really, but um, <laughs> the Winter Olympics is, is coming, people. And they've got a, a a podcast that the Winter Olympics is putting out, which I think is awesome. So as a tactic, I think that this is amazing. Uh, I'm really kind of stoked about it, especially because I don't have television. And I do like to watch the Olympics here and there, you know. And I, I really like the stories of the Olympians and all of that, the human interest stuff. And this podcast is going to give me some of that stuff. And I'm kind of stoked. Mm-hmm. So it's cl- it's called The Podium and it will really just give you the new stuff, um, you know, recaps of the competitions and an update and things like that, and even forecast of things that are coming. But they'll also have all of those little segments that you love that make your heart swell up and you cry. I cry every single time I see some of these stories of some of these Olympians. Um, so I think that that's going to be amazing. I, I really dig it. Uh, it's already been released, this podcast. You can check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. They already have nine, I mean, essentially nine episodes. They have an intro and eight episodes already. So if you guys can check it out now and see if you kind of like what the possibilities of this is. I believe this is the first time something like this is happening for like a sports event of this size. So good on NBC Sports, who is um, actually creating this with Vox Media. So yeah. that's it. Y'all check it out. I think it's going to awesome. be awesome. And I'm, I'm actually going to be doing some um, subscription to this. And I guess in this spot, I just want to mention thank you for having a, so a couple people had me on their show. I was on the Dirt in Your Skirt podcast. Um, that was really fun. Woohoo! And then I was on the Mark Strukowski Stru- podcast. It's very hard, Mark, to say your last name. So um, you know what's really cool about Mark? When he sends the emails, he actually writes down phonetically how to say his name. 
so that you can read it like right there. <laughs> That's and cool. Still, I still haven't. I still haven't learned. So um, the Dirt in Your Screw podcast is just like one of those super empowering for women who are doing adventure stuff. But she's really like in like she's a she's a sports person. Oh, my God. She has she also has animals in her house and stuff. And it's really awesome. I had a great time speaking with her. Yes, it's really, really cool. And um, Mark is a productivity show. So we talked about different things. If you guys want to check those out, I'll put a link in the show notes. La, 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 la. I definitely got to check out the Dirt in a Skirt podcast i want to hear that one it's awesome and she gave me presents i love it you know that i don't even know what these things are called but um just as a tactic this is one of the i think she is the first person that has ever sent me a gift for being on her show and it's not because i was special she's sending that to everybody this has never happened to me in all in all the 10 years that i've been doing episodes or whatever it was really awesome she sent me a little card uh, it came with a little sticker, really well done for Dirt in Your Skirt. She's got a really beautiful branding. And then she got me this, um, not me specifically, but the gift. You know, I don't even know what these things are called. They're kind of like um, uh, these um, uh, pieces of material that you can stick your head through and you could use it as a, as a like a head that's something to put your hair back. You could use it as a ponytail. You could wrap it around your neck. You could put it around your mouth to keep the dirt out of your mouth. A bandana? You can use it as a headband. It's kind of like a bandana, but it's not a bandana. It's stretchy material that is sewn together already. Hmm. So it's an around. It's like a buff, like what they wear on Survivor. Yes, it's like that, but it's lo- It's longer. So it's like about a foot long, and you can use it in all of these interesting ways. And it ha- comes with a little description thing where- of how you can use it. So essentially, it is for women who do a lot of sports, like, you know, to take- essentially to take the hair out of your way in all kinds of different ways, or to take, you know, the dirt out of your, like I said before, if like you're riding a motorcycle or something, you could put this around your face and you're dirt biking and the dirt's not going to get in your nose or your mouth. Um, But it's really light and it's kind of made out of a lycra material and it says dirt in your skirt all over it. So, and it's blue, which is one of my favorite colors. So I'm definitely going to use it. So thank you so much for my present. I loved it. It was awesome. Yay. That's Very excited. Yeah, and I think that that as swag for the show is fantastic. I, in fact, then I started to think I would like to make that for something for she podcast because I'm like, this yeah. is kind of neat. You could use it yeah. in all kinds of different ways. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Um, so why not? Anyway, that is that is all I have. That is all I have for today. Wonderful, darling. Fantastic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Love Thank it. You. Love it. Love it. Uh, I think that's all we have, period. Yeah, that's all we have. We don't have any more. If you guys can send us your feedback, you can email feedback at shepodcast.com. You can join our group over at, she, uh, at facebook.com slash group slash shepodcast or come check out our Facebook page. We have hit over 2,000 people. And I'm so yeah. excited. Likes over there because it's it's very exciting to start to build out that part because we haven't really focused in on it at all. This was like, I just started to do it, but it's very fun because it's another outlet for you to see a little bit of the behind the scenes of She Podcast that's open for everyone, not just the group stuff. And Twitter, twitter.com slash She Podcast. Yay. You did that so nicely. Love you. (laughs) Mean it. (laughs) Bye.